Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, folks. This is Michael Adams. Nothing but the truth. March the 25th, 2015, and this is the 200th recording that I've done, or doing. And we're going to do another episode of Wacky Wednesday, and this is Amen in the Bible. Let's uh, refer to Amen Ra, really. Um, let's, let's look into this, shall we? Now, there's endless... Endless, I'm saying, I mean endless articles out there on the internet telling us that when you end your prayer with amen, or amen, that uh, you're praying to Amun-Ra. And I'm not going to waste my time reading any of them. You could find them, there's shit that pop up everywhere. I will tell you this much. You ought to question the source there seriously. Now, I had to, the two two previous recordings were dealing with the uh, Zeitgeist movement, how it just straight out comes from Luciferianism and um, this whole New Age deception and trying to convince you that Christianity has something to do with sun worship. Um... But we're, not, we're going to look at the word amen, uh, why uh, Christians and believers in Jesus Christ and the one and true living God use amen. True Christians also don't endlessly say amen, 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 amen over and over again. That would be something in, uh, in, along the lines of uh, Christian, or no, excuse me, Catholic mysticism. Contemplative prayer, spiritual formation. True biblical Christians don't practice that. Anyways, we'll start out with the sunlight.org, Old New Testament Greek, entry for Strong's 281. And then it has the Greek letters that uh, represent Amen. Transliteration, amen, with the E, has a line over it and uh, looks like a hyphen. Phonics, A, aim, am, an, ain. Word origin of Hebrew origin, looks like uh, 0543. Parts of speech, not applicable. Word definition, or Thayer's strong. Thayer's definition, a firm. Metaph, faithful. Barely, amen. At the beginning of a discourse, surely, truly. 
of the truth. At the end, so it is, so be it, may it be fulfilled, was a custom. It was a custom which passed over from the synagogues to Christian assemblies that when he who had read or discoursed had offered up solemn prayer to God, the others responded, Amen. Strong's 543, Amen. And that uh, looks like he has a couple of like, uh, Jewish words there in our yeah, must be Jewish. And then 6004, oh man, ma'am, oh ma'am. So, uh, A-W-M-A-M. Hebrew, ever barely of the truth, so be it. And then it gives a couple of verses where it's used, like Matthew 5, 18, 1 Chron- uh, Chronicles uh, 60, 1 Corinthians, and etc. And it has uh, frequency, word, phrasing lists, or parsing lists. Looks like the KGV has 152 signs. NAS has 129 times, and HCS has 128 times. And then it gives all these different, it looks like uh, Hebrew and Greek types of uh, spelling. Amen, amen with a, a line over the E, amen with a line and a hyphen over the E. And it looks like a, a line and a, maybe a dot over the E. Or whatever it's worth. <clears throat> Amen. Dictionary, dictionary.com. Interjection. It is so. So be it. Used after a prayer, creed, or other formal statements to express solemn ratification or agreement. Ever verily true. Truly. Noun, an utterance of the interjection, Amen. A musical setting for such an utterance. Expression of concurrence or uh, ascent. Origin. And there's a map, and then it has the Greek origin, the Hebrew origin, the Latin origin, the Old English origin, where you may find it. English, it looks like it came from England, Old English, from 4 to 50 to uh, C450 to 1150. Okay. So you can trace its origin started from Hebrew to Greek to Latin to English. Amen. Now this is where the confusion comes when we start to talk about Amun-en. Amun-en. Spelled many different ways. It could be with the O. 
never is the word amen in the Bible ever have an O N or U in it. Start with. Amen Ra, Egyptian mythology, a primeval deity worshipped especially in Thebes, the personification of air or breath represented uh, either a, a ram or a goose, later identified with Amen Ra. And because of this name, Amun-Ra, a lot of, um, again, there's nothing else, yeah, I guess you can't call it anything else, but including myself, there's a time, by the way, that I bought in all this stuff, and retrobate mind would think that it has the same meaning, that you're actually praying to an Egyptian god. Um, first of all, let's think about this clearly. For a thousand plus years, actually almost two thousand years, Christians got this from the, the Hebrews, the Jews from the synagogues, uh, of using Amen to close the prayers. So for two thousand years, people have been using this with the understanding of what it actually means to them, and none of them, including anybody that I know who's a true Christian, is thinking that they're praying to Amen Ra. And it's uh, such foolishness, and by the end of this, I will demonstrate that, especially when we start looking at names of mythological uh, gods, and how many of you are named after them, or subjects, um, disciplines, and no one really believes that uh, when you're talking to somebody and you mention their name, like Don or Dan, just for example, that you're you're actually talking to a Celtic god. The absurdity of this whole argument is just beyond belief. And it shows how easy we are manipulated, deceived. We will buy in just about anything, won't we? Examples from the web for amen. Amen, brother, come come on back. Things are beautiful and getting better every day. Amen to the comment about polarizing the question or choosing a winner, whatever. British Dictionary, definition of amen, interjection, so be it. A term used at the end of the prayer religious statement. Now, use the word amen at the end of a prayer. Say amen to express strong approval of uh, of or support for an assertion, hope, etc. Word origin via late Latin, via Greek from Hebrew, amen or a mean certainly. Amen, amen. Now, Egyptian myth of local. Thebe, God, having a ram's head and symbolizing life and fertility identified with the Egyptians with the national deity of Amun-Ra. So, and the part of the argument here is, is that in the Bible, prior to the quote-unquote Israel, the Jews, which weren't the Jews, which is Israel, uh, you won't find the word amen. But when they came out of Israel, they started use or Egypt, they started using amen. 
And their argument is, is because of that, that that's what they've really been doing. It was a deliberate deception. Which, at this point, the more and more one thinks about, the more absurd it all is. A word can have more than one meaning. And certainly there are people out there who are worshiping the sun god Amara. But the average Christian never even thought about that, did they? And the power of the word really comes down to the meaning behind the word, that coming out of the person's mouth. And so, if that person is using the word to mean so be it, then that word actually means so be it. If that word means amen, that's a common raw, then, in their mind, that's what it means. This argument is ridiculous. The word origin and history of amen, Old English, from the late Latin amen, from the ecclesiastical Greek amen, from the Hebrew root amen, which means truth, used adverbally as an expression of agreement. E.g., look at Deuteronomy's, uh, looks like uh, 27, 26, 1 Kings 1, 36. Modern English, fairly, surely, absolutely in the same sense. From somatic root, A-M-N, to be trustworthy, confirm, support. The use of the Old English only at the end of the Gospels, otherwise translated as uh, solik or swat, yes or she, shy, as an expression of concurrence after a prayer. Um, it is recorded from early 13C. Amen in the Bible. This Hebrew word means firm and hence also faithful. Revelations 13, 14. Excuse me, 3, 14. And Isaiah 65, 16, authorized version as the God of truth, which the Hebrew is God of amen. It is frequently used by our Savior to give emphasis to his words where it is translated verily. Sometimes only, however, in John's Gospel it is repeated verily, verily. It is, and isn't that interesting? Verily, it's the same thing, same meaning as amen, huh? That's good, there you go, verily, verily. Amen, amen. It is used as a epithet of the Lord Jesus Christ, Revelation 3.14. It is found singly and sometimes doubly at the end of prayers. And then it's a couple from the Psalms. Confirm the words and invoke the fulfillment of them. It is used in token of being bound by an oath. And then he gives numerous uh, Testament verses from Numbers, Deuteronomy, First Chronicles, Nehemiah, looks like. And private private churches 
it was common for general audience to say amen at the close of the prayer. 1 Corinthians 14.16 The promises of God are amen. I.e., they all they are all true and sure. Second Corinthians one twenty. Oops, let's see what that's going on. What Christians want to know. Why do you Christians say amen? This is what Christians want to know God. Calm. Sometimes we say it without even thinking. Sometimes we say it with great fervor in response to something we have heard. Sometimes we say it to voice our agreement with another believer. But why do Christians say it? Where did we get that from? Now, this is for us Christians. Now, others might have a different meaning why they're saying it. But as Christians, we have our reason for saying it. When I was a little girl, I was taught, of course, this is this gal's article, uh, that saying the word amen was like saying I believe. However, like many of our English words, the word amen can mean several things. Also, like many words that the Christians incorporate into their language, amen comes straight from the Bible. Here are some of the ways that we see amen used in the Bible and every day, even today. Amen, to emphasize uh, or agree. Also, I shook my I shook my lap and said, so God, shake out every man from his house and from his labor that performeth not this promise, even thus, be he shaken out and emptied. And all the congregation said amen and praised the Lord, and the people did according to this promise. Nehemiah 5.13 For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him amen, unto the glory of God by us. Second uh, Corinthians one twenty. He which testify these things saith, Surely I come quickly, amen. Even so come the Lord Jesus. Revelation 22:20. Today we still shout amen when we agree with a preacher who is preaching the truth, or sometimes a brother or sister in Christ says something that we find to be biblical truth. <clears throat> and, we show, and we say amen and agreement and emphasis and emphasize that we agree. Now, there's a part in distinction here. Biblical truths. A lot of people, and many times, even myself, myself, I'm guilty of this. Where, um, you know, say the word with subject matters outside of the Bible with the understanding what the meaning is, this word is an agreement. So be it. And um, although in my past, when I was all mixed, mixed up in all this new age stuff and the truth or thing, I did uh, actually use Amun Ra. I thought <laughs> for a moment there for 
it was only for a moment. It was only once that I I prayed Amen or Amen Ra, and I feel absolutely guilty about it that I did that, and how terrible I feel that I prayed to the sun. But we live and learn, and thank goodness God is is a forgiving and gracious God. But uh, you know, today I I know what I'm saying the meaning of the word that I'm saying. And there's an awful lot of people out there that say that if you are saying that word, that you're praying to a Egyptian god, a, a goose, a ram, the sun god. Which one is it? Why don't you make up your mind on that one, huh? Make up your mind what it means to you. More superstition, don't you think? Greek gods or Egyptian gods? More superstition. I can only say one thing, that if anybody who fears saying amen at the end of their prayer, they are still under superstition and idolatry. That's for certain. Amen as a prayer. Blessed be the Lord forevermore. Amen and amen. Psalms 89:52. By the way, once again, if you refuse to say amen, that's your business. But don't don't forget what you're making is your your actually your statement is, and regardless of what you say, anybody who has any common sense will register what you're saying as that you are denying the Word of God. And some, because this one word, to put in the end of the Bible, that somehow the Bible has now become discredited. You'll deny that, but you know deep down your heart that's what it is. Yeah, there's a lot of conspiracies out there, that's for sure. And some are true, some aren't. This one is not based on reality. Uh, unless you're consciously thinking that you're praying Alman Ra, the sun god. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Matthew 6.13 Amen continues to be used in prayer to signify the end of the prayer. Else, when thou shalt bless the, with the Spirit, how shall he that occupieth the room of the unlearned say amen, that thy giving of thanks, seeing he understandeth not what thou sayest? Corinthians fourteen sixteen. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God and sat on the throne saying, Amen. Hallelujah. Revelations 19.4 Amen continues to be used in prayer. To signify the end of the prayer, it can be especially helpful when believers are in prayer together such as in a prayer meeting, when several people pray aloud, 
it is somewhat of a closing to the prayer, something that says, so be it. In this sense, amen is helpful. Is a helpful little word, an emphasis, little word, to signify a pause as we pray together. Amen, another name for Jesus. And unto the angels of the church of Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of creation of God, I know thy works, and and thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. Revelations 3, 14 and 15. Amen as a name for Jesus is perhaps the only way we can, and we do not use this word today. Even so, the use by John in the book of Revelation shows just how powerful this little word is. The other Bible verses with Amen, even the prophet Jeremiah said Amen, the Lord do so, the Lord perform thy words, which thou hast prophesied to bring again the vessels of the Lord's house, and all that carried away captive from Babylon into this place, Jeremiah 26. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the ends of the world. Amen. <clears throat> Would anybody argue that that was our Lord and Savior speaking? Who believes in the Word of God and believes in Jesus Christ? Really? Really? Luke twenty four fifty two to fifty three, and they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. Romans eleven thirty six for of him and through him and to him and all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. Brother. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Galatians 6.18 Salutations by the name of me, Paul. Remember my bonds. Grace be with you. Amen. Colossians 4.18 So do you tell me that Paul's not legit? I guess he's apostate too. Also notice the fact that when many of us say our prayers, we start out with our Heavenly Father and we close with Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Not in the name of Amun-Ra. Uh, make, your perfect, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Hebrews 13.21 To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Jude 1.25 Conclusion. Amen is one of those little words that says so much. 
It is like a hearty applause to what God says is truth, only better. For years, kings and people have said amen. And even today, in its small little word that can be used to emphasize, agree, and even encourage, Christians say amen because it is a pattern that the Bible teaches. Next time you hear a good message, shout it out, amen. The preacher will be encouraged and God will be honored. If you pray and say amen at the end, what does it really mean? And I guess it means end of your prayer. So, yeah. If you pray and say amen at the end, what does it literally mean? This is from blogdictionary.com. Amen. Sundays are the days of the week when many Americans gather in their respective houses of worship and repeat the same word amen but what does the word mean and why do people say it amen is commonly used after a prayer a creed other forms of statement it is spoken to express solemn ratification agreement it means it is so or so be it amen is derived from the hebrew root amen with a of course a line over a and a line over e which means certainty truth verily <clears throat> Now, I've heard this argument that there's so many different uh, Bibles and different languages that's used in all these different Bibles. Well, you know, the reason is is because it comes from the roots. It comes from Hebrew. It comes from the, the Jews. It comes from the synagogues. It comes from the early Christians who were Jews. And then passed on to the Greeks. And you know, also, if you look, you'll see that many of the apostles Maybe Christ himself spoke Greek as long with Jew or Hebrew. So we look at, you know, roots from Hebrew to Greek to Latin to English. The reason why it's used consistently, most and most foremost, is because tradition, that's what it comes down to. It's not about praying to Amun-Ra. It's a real stretch the more and more you think about it. And what I see, most of us who bought into that, it was based on our own ignorance, our own cleverness, and the fact that we are really not that smart. <laughs> we aren't. We really didn't study this. We didn't really accept what everyone else has been saying for 2,000 plus years. Actually, longer than that. Apparently, over 3,000 years. So... While everyone else knew what they were praying to, we didn't. Isn't that interesting? But for 3,000 years, everyone else has been a sucker, and that's the reason why everything's so bad. It's not because of the fall, man. It's not because of sin. It's because of the word amen, or it's because of Sabbath, or something else like that. The wackiness is just beyond belief. Amen is commonly used after prayers, creeds, and formal statements. It is spoken to express solemn ratification agreement. It means, once again, it is so. So be it. 
Amen is derived from the Hebrew, aman, which means certainty, truth, verily. In English, the word has two primary pronunciations, amen and uh, amen. But it, it is one uh, interjection that is expressed in endless ways, from a soft whisper to a joyous shout. Amen is found in both the Old and New Testament. Modern worshipers of Christianity, Islam, and Judaism all use a version of the word. And records indicate that it has been used in expression of concurrence after prayer for centuries. <clears throat> but of course, reprobate minds will say that it's we're praying down and wrong. The opposite of amen, arguably, is cursing. Yet both cursing and prayer have expression of concurrence, and after a prayer for, uh, for uh, have the same roots in the three uh, major monotheistic faiths. I'll click here to, to read how these sacred and profane words derive from the similar source. Judaism and congre uh, congregants say amen in response to the words of the rabbi or spiritual leader, or to each other, or to the word of God. The term appears as part of a number of Jewish prayers. In Christianity, amen occupies a central but not often spontaneous position at the end of prayers as a personal expression of affirmation for another's words during the sermon or other religious discourse. Islam, like Judaism, incorporates a more formal use of the word into ritual, but also deems it as appropriate way to end any sort of prayer. Rather, amen. Rather than amen, Islam generally says, Amen. A M I N. I doubt if you're going to convince too many people of an Islam faith that they uh, worship Amun Ra. Amen is also used colloquially. For example, dinner is finally ready. Amen. In Egyptian mythology, Amen or Amon with a U, not an E, like what we use in. Um, Christianity was a uh, strictly a, with a D. No, no U. Now, yes, this Egyptian mythology. Let's remember, it's the mythology. It means nothing. What is mythology? Superstition. It's not based. It's a myth. It's based on myth. It has no meaning. They have no meaning. False gods. Fantasies. So Almon, with a U, was a deity represented by a ram. The god of life and reproduction controversial theory posits that the Amen derives from the ancient Egyptians. When we pray, almost anything goes, stands where only the word is our affirmation, are almost always spoken. Amen is certainly one. What are others?
Here's a couple comments. Seriously, people, does it really matter where the word originated? At some point, all words for everything was made up for sure. But over time, people have chosen to use them in different ways. So really, a word only means what the people saying it means when they say it. And only the only person who can answer that is the person using it. I have seen so many words that have been used to mean one thing when it started to be changed to mean other things and completely different things over my lifetime. So I'm a Christian myself, but this is being blown out of proportion. God knows our heart and what we mean when we say things as to whether or not we are saying is any disrespect to him. As for the rest of you, it, however, you uh, want your opinion doesn't really matter in the end. Only God's will matters. But my point, words and meanings change over time. Who is using them and, and who is using them? Also, according to where the person is located in their culture, like here in the U.S., for example, the word jam is a sweet jelly sort of uh, placed on toast. Or to jam would mean to rock it out. Or jam, you jam your finger as, it, as to hurt. Door jam. Words can have so many meanings. It is how a person uses it, means it, and where it is used. Another person, amen is a Hebrew word that means I believe. It is a Hebrew word that has been incorporated into the English language over many years. Its root letter are A-M-N. And from the variant amount of the words related to an idea of believing and accepting as true, that which has not been proven, i.e., Emona, E M U N A H, Hebrew for belief, or also Ihaamin, I H A A M I N, to trust or believe, and also, um, I don't know how to pronounce this, A H M I, A H M I N. N I U well, excuse me, I Y U T credit uh credibility uh, able to be trusted. Credibly, excuse me, that's what that word is. Okay, word amen is a Hebrew language, in the Hebrew language of which it originated according to the Jewish tradition is actually an acronym for the word El, God, Malachim, Me, Amen, Faithful. 
first letters of these words in Hebrew are A-L-E-P-H. In Hebrew, the letter A-L-E-P-H phonically represents the sound E-A-E-U. Oh, men, none, which put together makes amenu, or amen. The meaning of these three words, according to tradition, is the acceptance of God as the one faithful king, also commonly used as an expression of acceptance uh, or wish or hope. Also in Hebrew, the word imanah, faith, is derived from the same root as the word amen, A-E-A-L-E-P-H. I believe that the preceding poster skipped the first paragraph when it was explained that amen and a prayer is transliteration of the Hebrew word verily, or truth. Just because the word sounds the same as the name of a pagan god should not be precluded, should not preclude its use by devout Christians. Just as I am sure that it is not a sin to refer to to Quicksilver or the closet closest planet to the sun is Mercury. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's a god. That's right. It's a pagan god. We better not ever say that word, Mercury. We better not say that. You better call that a different name. Oh, my gosh. Mercury. Venus. The planet Venus, despite its sharing the same name as a Roman deity, used correctly and in context, there is no reason to believe that you are worshiping ancient culture gods because the word sounds alike. Ah, uh, that's a good enough for that one. You might be asking yourself, why am I doing this? Well, I think part of it is for my own self, my own satisfaction to get this poison out of my head that came from uh, the Zeitgeist movement and people like uh, David Icke and uh, Jordan Maxwell and Wayne Michaels, or whatever his name is, from Avenue Light or... Uh, you know the guys that I hung out with, you know, that all had this hang-up about this word and they were just poisoning me with more and more deception. I don't think they, many of them deliberately meant that. I do believe that once, like Jordan Maxwell and uh, David Icke were doing that. I think anyone that's part of the theosophical movement or theosophy movement and the uh, New Age movement are doing that deliberately. I think a lot of people just get so wrapped up in the conspiracy thing that they just lose bearing perspective. And, you know, at a certain point, you know, you know, you can respect a person, say, making their decision, and you say, okay, that's what you want, that's fine. 
But you know what? In the end, you got to have some consensus. And if somebody is going to, you know, have a hang-up every time I say amen at the end of the prayer or an agreement, and they're feeling uncomfortable about it, there's their issue. And, um, you know, there's a certain point you realize it just can't be supported. Because by you claiming that, you're suggesting, and you can't be double-minded about it. You can't say, well, you know, the, the, the Bible's true, but, uh, you know, that amen thing, well, that's not true. That's amen raw. You can't be double-minded about it. You're going to make your decision. Now, many of you probably listen to this and probably won't think about it. And I hope I haven't damaged you by bringing this up. But there are others like myself, and people have been on the show, in fact, every one of them, who have an issue with this word. And in fact, even I had an issue with this word until of recent, until I finally resolved, you know what? It's a bogus argument. Just as that gal said about jam, the word jam, and how it has many different meanings, depending on the context that it's in. And so, you know, when I was a musician and I was going to go jam with the band, I don't think anybody was mistaking that I was going to put some, spread some jam on butter, or on, on, on bread, excuse me, jam and butter on bread, you know. Or that uh, I was going to go there and jam my finger in the door. Or that the, I was talking about, you know, we're going to hang out and look at door jams. People knew that I was talking about I'm go play music, or at least attempt. <laughs> you know, or me. The absurdity of it all is ridiculous. And this whole argument, because it's been, been used for thousands of years, that somehow it has some kind of pagan origins. Well, based on that logic, you know, once again, like the other person said about Mercury and Venus and Jupiter, and Saturn. Hey, the sun and the moon. Well, we better not say any of those type of words because they all have pagan associations to it. Or maybe even origins. But certainly the average person in this world today, when they say Mercury, they're not thinking about some ancient god. Or Jupiter. Or Venus, or Mars. They're just names of the planets for most of us. The insanity of it all. There's a certain point, you know, uh, yeah, there's a lot of conspiratorial things going out there. Absolutely. In this show, I've been exposing them about, you know, uh, Catholic mysticism, about contemplative prayer, about the Roman Catholic Church, about the papacy. About, you know, Islam. About a lot of apostate Protestantism. There's, you know what, and it goes on and on and on. Yes, this world is mostly about cons- cons- conspiracy. 
But if you're going to be Christ and Christ alone and Bible Bible alone, you're going to have to make your mind about this. And you can't be double-minded about it. You really do. Either the Bible is the Word of God or it's not. Either it's the Word of God or it's the Word of man. You have to make that decision. I can't make that for you, but it's for this cat. Oh, that's right, cat. Does that mean I'm calling myself a feline with whiskers and paws and meow? No, I'm not. I'm talking about this person, me, Michael Adams. <gasps> Michael. That's the name of an angel. Uh-oh, I must be Michael the angel. I'm sorry to be cynical about this, but at this point, I need to be cynical for my own sake. I do. I need to just rectify this in my head and realize that poison that once again been put that I allowed into me, it's nobody else's fault. I listened to the voices. I listened to the other people. I listened to their arguments. I started buying into it. Now I've got to rectify it. It's been said on the show, but amen. And in past shows, you know, I, I, I've debated, you know, some of them I've taken out because they're just way, way off. But some of them I left in. I think it is good in some way. Maybe I'm wrong about showing people my uh, progress in the Lord and truth. And this is another one of those little issues that I inflated and allowed to be blown out into a big issue. <laughs> I'm the one that's guilty of this in the end. KJV dictionary definition of amen. 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 This word with slight differences or um, ortho, orthography. <laughs> orthography. Graphy. Orthography. Excuse me. Is in all the dialects of the Assyrian stock. A verb, as a verb, it is signified to confirm established, verified to trust or give confidence as a noun. Truth, firmness, trust, confidence. An adjective, uh, firm, stable, English. In English, um, after the oriental manner, it is used in the beginning, but more generally at the end of declarations and prayers in the sense of be be it firm, be it established. Let all the people say amen, Psalms 104. So by the way, here we said Assyrians, and then there was the Egyptians, we imagine then the Babylonians said that too. Amen. In fact, it wouldn't it be just quite interesting that throughout Asia Minor and North Africa that it was one of those words that was universally used. And the logic behind using that would be, let's say, trade or communicating something in order for, uh, uh, say, two people to get together and understand, to make sure that they understand each other. Maybe amen could have been used as a word to confirm understanding, agreement, 
a universal word of agreement? And is that really conspiratorial that a word managed to survive 3,000 years? Maybe it's a pretty important word. It goes way beyond one group's God. Certainly must, because you know what? Everybody else had their own gods. And if it was a universal word, it must have a greater meaning than that. Because you know what? All the rest of the groups, whether it's the Assyrians, the Babylonians, or wherever it may be, because there was many different groups, folks. And they, a lot of them didn't really dig Egypt, the Egyptians, and wanted to be under their rule or want to be under their gods. The argument about that, the false flat in his face, when you more when you think about it on a logical level, when we talk about geopolitics, if you will, that have been around for thousands of years, that there would be no way, no way that some other group would want to follow some other group's God. Back then. Agreement. So be it. A way of confirming, accepting, an agreement. A verbal, maybe a verbal contract, if you know, connection to that. Many people, you know what, they didn't have uh, contracts or written out in pieces of paper back then, did they? Why not even a few hundred years ago they weren't really doing that in most places of this world? Something had to be used as an agreement. A word. Oh, that's right, it's on and wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. The insanity of it all, and the fact of matter is this whole thing, and it came out of, and really started getting pushed in the 60s. And this whole thing, this whole, and in particular, uh, really started getting pushed, and you know, heavily in the 90s and last decade through the internet. And all these clever, brilliant people who somehow associate with Amonra because it sounds a lot alike. And it's spelled the same, the same, almost, kind of. Maybe. <laughs> Amendable. Okay, one, an old law, easy to be led, governable, as a woman by her husband, this sense of, is obsolete, liable to answer, responsible, answerable, liable to be called to account, as every man is amendable to the law, we, oh my gosh, it must be, I'm unwrongable to the law. I'm sorry. That's so stupid. And everyone else is so stupid. And I know we, so it's not everyone's so stupid. I'm just sorry. That's not the right thing to say. But there are a lot of us out there that are pretty stupid. We're pretty gullible. We'll buy into just about anything without questioning things. The reason why I can accept what I accept now is because I've tried every other avenue before accepting this. I must say something about how hard-hearted I am. That I was willing to try every other answer but that you know, Christ and the Bible. It's 
the last thing I ever wanted in my life, and that's why I'm probably at 47 years old, I finally have come to realize that it's true. Praise the Lord. Amen. We retain this idiom and the popular phrase to bring in, to make answerable, as a man is brought in to pay the debt of another. Amendments. Conduct behavior. Amenity. Uh, pleasantness, agreeableness in situations. That which delights the eye. Use of place and prospects. So we know it's Hebrew, then we look at Greek. Greek word of amen means verily, surely, of the truth, surely, certainly, so be it. With my argument, at least, no one else has to accept it, but, you know, let's look at that, you know, the Middle East, Asia, Mired, North Africa, trade, they had to have some kind of symbols, some kind of words to show agreement. Verily, surely, the truth. Truly, certainly, so be it. And naturally, we might we would transfer into worship, religion, or vice versa. Oh, how could it be in so many different languages? There must be some kind of conspiracy. Now, for most of you, you don't have this issue, and praise the Lord, you don't. But there's people like myself, well, you know, you know, I just, I, I really think that in the day, I'm the biggest, I'm my biggest problem, so <laughs> I really am, I've caused myself so more, more problems than is necessary. Okay, here we go, and then we'll look at this person's uh, take, uh, let's see what this, uh, I don't think we've done this one yet. Maybe we have. No, I don't think we have. Okay. Amen. Meeting uh, etymology. The word amen in the Bible, familiar word, amen, like the word hosanna, means something quite specific in, in present days, but started out meaning something completely different. But this modern meaning may actually derive from a bunch of theology rather than from the natural evolution of the core meaning of our word, amen, does not mean over and out. Instead, it reflects the essence of Yahwehism, or God. The name Yahweh may mean he who causes that which is to be. See for more details our article on the name. You know, it's amazing. Like, look at myself, and I bought into that right away. It's got to be April. And, uh, you know, I, I never bothered to challenge it. I never, you know, challenging it, you know, not, you know, or just looking at different points of views, trying to develop a clear understanding of the word, or, you know, what these now people feel it is today. Just as the word, uh, you know, Mars. Remaining Mars, for most people, 2,000 years ago, and, and 
in, in the Grecian Empire mean, meant something completely different than today. Today, then, the most average person, if you were to say, hey, what do you think Mars is? The first thing they would say is a planet. And they would never even associate it with the ancient mythology, myth, mythos, mythology, a fantasy, a belief in something that's not really real. Etymology of the word amen. The word amen comes from the verb uh, amen, and this one has the version with the particularly uh, for the comma or the apostrophe at the, before the a, the first a, which reflects certainty. Wonderful root verb amen reflects certainty in the various forms and nuances. It is either used, convey, or describe trustworthiness, faithfulness of either a person or something someone is saying, and then it gives all these different uh, Bible verses, or it describes stability, continuity, continuity of various facets of a person's identity, such as his name, his house of dynasty, his general position in this world, or even chronic diseases he might have. Hmm. Often our verb occurs in the sense of having faith, and sometimes the verb is used in the sense of literally upholding, nourishing, and carrying a child. And you all these different verses in the Old Testament. And is used to state how pillars or posts support a door. Really, and then could be used to state how I, how pillars and posts supports a door. I had no idea. Like next time I see a, a pillar or a post that supports a door, I'll say, "Hey, that's an amen." Noteworthy word plays occur in Isaiah 7-9, um, and it has all these different kind of uh, spellings in, in Hebrew, meaning if no, if no believing, then no perpetuity, uh, meaning the faith of Yahweh, and it's spelled with the, you know, the, the Hebrew way, Y-H-Y, WH results in, and um, this verb uses the following derivatives the masculine noun, omen. That's now this one's masculine a noun is O M E N, meaning faithfulness in Isaiah 25 1 only. The adverb amen, which is probably the best known in Hebrew word in the world as it nowadays is used as, as, as the send, send button for prayer, our word, amen, meaning verily or truly, in the Old Testament words, sporadically. Okay. Masculine noun, om-man, O-M-N. 
M-A-N. Denoting the skilled or true work worker, someone who either is well-established and has a lot of experience and can be trusted to do an excellent job, Exodus 28:11. Songs of Solomon, 7-1 only. Masculine noun, amen, amen, this is E-M-U-N, meaning trusting or faithfulness, Deuteronomy, 3220, Proverbs 13, Oh my gosh. Feminine noun, E M U N A, meaning firmness, steadfastness, and fidelity. Ex- Exodus 17, 12, Isaiah 33, 6, Kings 22, 7. Feminine noun, uh, Omna, O M N A, meaning to bring up or nourishing. Esther 2.20 only. Identical adverb, amna, which appears to be a feminine version of the more familiar amen, adverb of confirmation or verification. That's found in Genesis and Joshua. Feminine noun, amna, meaning faith. Nehemiah, or support, Nehemiah, once again. 10 and 11. Adverb, uh, un, un, nam, which appears to be a plural version of the more familiar amen, an adverb of confirmation and verification. Oh my gosh. Um, nam, um, nam, um, name. Your name? Um, name. Oh my gosh. This word is is used five times and always in questions. Similar adverb, um, nam, also adverb, confirmation, verification, and, and verification. So maybe we ought to uh, spell it um, nam, and say um, nam. How about emit, emit, the feminine noun emit, meaning firmness, faithfulness, truth. This word is most frequently occurring derivation of the root amen in Genesis 24 48. Isaiah 39 8, Nehemiah 7 2, masculine noun amon with an O, A M O N, which appears to be a word like om man, O M M A N, meaning skillful worker. Our noun occurs only in Proverbs 8.20. In Jeremiah 52.15, some callers do not think that this word is actually from the word amen, but rather from the root hama, and a variant spelling of the word haman, meaning people. Associated Bible names, amana, amen, amai, Ametai, Amanon, Amon, 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 Me Human. Amen, meaning. When a pagan prays, he will try to persuade his deity to do something that the pagan isn't capable to do by himself. And that the pagan will arrogantly reflect that even though he has no clue what he should do. 
he does somehow know what his deity should do. So a pagan uses lots of supplications, supplicatories, language, praise, galore, obviously a completely misplaced and insincere humility. The pagan will try to convince his deity that he is fully aware that he is just a humble and inert pawn in the grand scheme of things. And if the deity could kindly change the grand scheme according to the pagan's design, what nonsense. The, the Yahwist, or the Christian, on the other hand, sees himself as a steward of the Creator's world, in which the Creator intervenes mostly via his agent. Yahweh prays to the Lord in the sight into the situation from instructions on what he himself should do next. The Yahweh's prayer is one of contemplation and not the type of contemplation that you hear in the um, uh, Catholic mysticism and and the um, Whatever, all that. <laughs> the emergent, the emergent, emerging church, and is expected to end in certainty. Hence, our word "Amen." A typical prayer occurred in Isaiah six, where the prophet Isaiah first expresses his own incompetence, and then is cleansed from the incompetence, and then volunteers to receive God's word and subsequent mission. And then it talks about the use of prayer at Amen in Matthew, and etc., etc. Lord's Prayer and prayed by uh, Yahweh. Sounds like some kind of, I, you know, I don't know about this one. But you know what? Okay, we'll say it. Uh, Judaizers, even the Judaizers recognize this. It's equivalent to our Father in Heaven. Show us how we may hallow your name. Show us how we can partake in bringing about your kingdom. And of course, I don't know how much we can do with that. Show us how we, we may do your will. Teach us not to have us blunder about the trial and error, but to, but by staying focused on the substance you provide. Expect no perfection before our time is. We will expect no perfection before your time. You bet. Amen. Anyways, even these folks and. Uh, I probably call them Judaizers or people that are more heavily into the Old Testament. Jews or Christians or this or uh, um, Messianic Christians or Jews or whatever it is, you know, whatever it's worth. Okay, names of gods and goddesses. This should be fun. I think. I hope it will be. If we can get it going here. Because uh, funny, it's it's funny, you know. We'll look at some of these. We'll start with uh, let's look at Celtic deities. Since you know, I live in America. Let's see if we can find some common names that are used today. 
Um, okay. Okay, warrior goddess of victory, Brittany. Uh-oh, Brittany Spears. She's a warrior goddess of victory. Better be, better be careful when you say Brittany. If you know anybody named Brittany, they're a warrior goddess of victory. So every time you see them, I mean, do you see warrior, warrior goddess of victory? I don't know. Hmm. There are so many of them. I don't want to use them all because I want to use the names that are more common in our day-to-day life. There's a lot of names. My goodness, I didn't realize how many names. <laughs> oh, Don. Feminine. Ellen. It's the name of a feminine goddess. Oh, my gosh. You better be careful when we say Ellen or Don. Don on your clothes. Don. The gal. The woman. Oh, yeah, dawn in the morning, you know, in the morning. Dawn. Uh-oh, they're all must be talking all about um, some feminine Celtic goddess. Sheila, feminine goddess. Oh, my goodness. You know anybody named Sheila? Better be careful with that. Laser. Laser. Laser beam. Laser, the Scottish mythological uh, character. Laser. Oh, my. Be be, be, be real careful about saying that. You could be uh, talking about a mythical Scottish god. Diana, the Roman god and god, the goddess, uh, Roman goddess of fertility, hunting, and and the moon. If you know anybody named Diana, be very careful saying that. Don't be, be careful saying that name, because you know what? You could be actually praising or talking about uh, a false god here. Laura, better be careful that. Isn't Juno like a bird? I guess basically it also is a, the goddess of marriage and women. And look at all, all of these, all of these planets, Mercury, Mars, Neptune. What's the uh, goddess of the sea is Neptune. Mercury, the Roman messenger to God and commerce God. I don't think anybody's going to believe that uh, Mercury, the planet Mercury, has anything to do with commerce. Uh, Mars, the god of war. Jupiter, the supreme king of the Roman gods. Saturn, the Roman god of seed and harvest. Venus, the goddess of beauty and love.
Okay, Greek. I don't want to go through all the rest of them, but you can go on. This is called uh, a low Chen Australia. Okay, lowchenaustralia.com. You want to learn about more gods and goddesses and all that. I personally don't want to. Uh, a lot of Greek gods. Hades. Hey, Hades is in the Bible. It refers to hell. Hades, Greek god, goddess of corn, rain, and the harvest. Wait a minute. Are you telling me in the Bible that's what they're talking about is the Greek uh, god of, of corn? Really? So then they use that Hades in the Bible, that's what they're talking about, is Greek god of corn. You see where I'm getting at with this, folks? You see how absurd it is? You see how easy it is to manipulate these words? To try to suggest it means something completely different? Apollo. Greek god of music. Wait a minute. Isn't Apollo supposed to be a spaceship that supposedly went to the moon? Well, which one is it? Uh, you know, I know somebody had a dog named Paolo. Which one is it? Athena, the protector of women. Athen, Athena. Athena. Well, if you know anybody named Athena, you better warn them that they're named after a goddess or god or whatever it is. Uh, let's see. Pantheon, gods of the Pantheon. Tagon, the god of fertility. Does anybody believe that Pope with his mitre looking like Dagon is the god of fertility, really? I guess you can kind of say he kind of looks like a phallic symbol, in a way. Depending on what angle you look at that hat, and, you know. Let's see what else we got here. We got Celtic Greek, Celtic deities, Norse gods and goddesses. Oh, maybe there's Irish too. Keep with them. Oh my gosh.
Well, if you know anybody whose first name is Yord, you better warn them that they're named after a god. And they better be careful. There's, well, actually, it's a goddess, Yord, a goddess of primitive and unpopular earth, populated earth. Oh, my gosh. Manny. Manny is the god of the moon and brother of the sun god soul. Anyways, I think I get my. Hopefully, I get my point across. Yeah, well, just this is kind of just fun right now. Anyways, Irish goddess, Irish goddess. Oh my gosh! Everywhere you go, you see you see this bell, Irish god of fire and sun, and then the bell and bells everywhere. So, Don, D O N. Oh my goodness. This is Welsh goddesses. You better be real careful. If you know anybody named Don, you better be careful and warn them that they're the Welsh goddess of heaven, air, sea, and moon. Dylan, the Welsh Celtic god of the sea. Ellen, the Welsh Celtic maiden of goddesses. Goodness gracious. All these people are named after gods. You better change your name. So the apostate. Uh, anyways, so we'll get out of that. So why do we say amen at the end of our prayers? Recently, a note came to me from someone in our church with an interesting question. said, why is it that sometimes your prayers do not end with amen? Is there a biblical reason why we do or don't say amen in our prayers? I respond personally. But I also felt that my answer might be benefit others. So here it goes, my blog. The meaning of amen. First, the word amen in Hebrew comes from the Hebrew root A-M-N, which means faith and faithfulness. Strangely enough, it's the same root which shows on a variety of other Hebrew words, including words for the firm column supporting a roof. A roof. In other words, the root... Communicates security, stability, strength. That's why the Hebrews used it to mean faithfulness. The irony is that we modern Christians tend to view faith as a tenuous and shaky thing, while ancient Hebrews saw the faith as stabilizing or stability that holds someone's life up. Anyway, amen comes from the root word for stability and means something like affirmative or so be it. I agree. Let it be so. Throughout the Bible, you will see one person verbalize a prayer to God and or a praise about God, and others will respond by saying amen. Eventually, the New Testament writers and Paul, Peter and Paul would write out a prayer to God or praise to God. They would end the statement of the praise 
by offering their own amen. Since in the letter form, there was no one else to say it. Therefore, it became customary for amen to be to show up at the end of prayers. Praise it even if the amen is offered by the same person who is speaking the prayer. In this sense, amen has become sort of a last-minute word to tell God we are serious about our requests. However, nowhere in the Bible has it required us to use the word, use it in our prayer. As a matter of fact, Jesus never ended the prayer with amen. Uh, oh, I don't know about this. And the word doesn't show up in the prayer he taught. Look up at his, uh, 6, 9 through 7, 13. Yeah, he's right. We'll see. You'll see what I mean. Now, at the same point, after the first disciples had all, all passed away, a Bible tradition rose up that was, um, which was uncomfortable with the ending of the Lord's Prayer. It actually a- added the, the line, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. King James Word follows the textual tradition, but it is well established the phrase does not exist in the earliest copies of Matthew's Gospel. Jesus never used amen when talking to his father and when teaching us to talk to him. So here's what it says. As a result, when I uh, pray privately, I use the conversation. I have a conversation with God, and just like my conversation with anyone else, I don't end with amen. However, when I pray with others, I adopt the customs, the custom of ending my prayer with amen whenever I want to signify that the time of prayer is done. That's why I often do not say amen in prayers during our time of worship music and during our time of reflection. It is because I don't want people to think the time of prayer is over. Am I reading this right? Okay. I do uh, because I do not want people to think the time for prayer is over. It's because I want us all to stay in the attitude of prayer. So okay, what he's saying. So it's an hour of prayer and he ends his comments or his part of his prayer, but then keeps quiet and listen to people just to keep on carrying on their prayer. Uh, if you have a few minutes, do some extra study and go to Bible.com, your version, BibleGate.com, and search the word Amen. You'll find be fascinated to see when people use it in the Bible. So here we go. So there's different types of application for Christians on how they do it. Some people do it, and some people don't. Some people do it in private prayer, they don't. Sometimes in public or corporate prayer, uh, prayer they do. One thing is for certain folks, it's not Amen Ra. You're not praying to the sun god, the Egyptian sun god. And, and there's, in the day, if you're really hanged up about it, just say, so be it, or whatever. Make you God, or whatever. But, you know, if you're buying into the sun god thing, then you're also discrediting the word of God, the Bible. And there's no way you can get around that. No way at all. And you're going to have to make a decision is the Bible the Word of God or not? And, oh, yeah, or is it 90% the Word of God, but the other 10% is not? Is that what you're trying to say? 
I hope you understand the hypocrisy of that. <clears throat> so, anyways, I think I got my point across. I don't blame most people don't want to hear this, don't care about it. Good for you if you don't care about it, as far as um, it's not an issue for you. But there are people out there, and ironically, just about every person who's been on my show has had that issue. So, including myself, until recently. So, uh, I needed, at least for me, for myself, to dip this in the butt. The butt. But. But, um, but, 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 but it's, I think it's got a point across. So, anyways, one more strange thing, one more uh, piece of uh, nonsense coming out of this, not only the Zeitgeist movement, but uh, it's all assault of the Bible, sponsored by Satan. And not to just uh, mess with people's heads and cause doubt and faith in Jesus Christ and in His Word. So with that, God bless. Take care. And I think I'm done with that. So I think I've proved my point. I don't think I'll need to do another show about this. Um, we can move on to bigger and better things. All right. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.